episode one of the Dingus Hour. My name is Spencer Bozini, and I'm going to be your guide on this journey to Dingusmistum. It's not a real word, but I guess we're going to roll with it. Uh, basically, a little backstory on why I wanted to start this podcast is I, I am a gutter salesman on the side. And my job requires me driving back and forth all up and down the West Coast, basically from Washington to Oregon, all the way down to the California border. And sometimes those drives can be from anywhere from 30 minutes to up to five hours. And basically, I listen to a lot of comedy podcasts, such as the Powerful Truth Angels with Maddie Madison and Two Tone, uh, and also the Bad Friends podcast with Bobby Lee and Andrew Santino. Uh, and I basically was listening to them and came to the realization that why, why am I not doing this? Why am I not basically doing something that I would really enjoy? Because I enjoy talking to people. I enjoy communicating with people. I enjoy meeting new faces, but there are a lot of people in my life that I love and that I want to share their stories with you. And... I figured, why the fuck not start a podcast? Why the fuck not? Uh, with COVID times, I've just basically fallen out of routine. I think every day has just kind of been the same for me for the past probably eight. I don't know how long we've been doing this for. Is it 10 months now? Probably 10 months. I don't fucking know. It, every day just seems the same. And I think that's with everyone. And I just decided that I need to add a new hobby, a new routine, other than waking up, smoking pot, and just kind of let my day go as it is. So I figured that this podcast would be kind of cool to start just to make sure that I'm keeping myself basically accountable, kind of held accountable for making sure that I have this podcast out weekly and making sure that I'm doing something to make myself proud, I guess, create something of my own. And that's kind of where I'm coming from with this podcast. So I guess... A little backstory on me. Uh, I'm a 22-year-old marketing student. Uh, basically, I grew up in uh, Charlotte, North Carolina. Moved here when I was 16. And uh, here is Portland, Oregon. And just lived here for the past six years. Uh, and I'm just going to Portland State right now, getting my BS in uh, marketing. So, I don't know. It's <laughs> I'm a pretty I'm a pretty standard college kid, I would say, but I don't know. I really enjoy talking to people. I really enjoy connecting with people. And I guess another little backstory on me is before I was going to school for marketing, I really wanted to be a veterinarian and I wanted to really do big animal veterinary. So I really wanted to work with like bears and elephants and I don't know, fucking sloths. We'll, we'll go that way. And the reason I stopped doing veterinary school is because I took a biology class at uh, the community college and I made the decision that, fuck, I, d I don't want to do this for the next eight to ten years. It probably would have taken me f 15 years with the way that I do school. But I think that one thing I kept from it is that I still love animals and I still have a passion for animals. So... I guess one segment that I really wanted to implement on this show before I have the main person I'm going to interview every episode is, I guess, the animal fact of the day. 
Uh, so let's get started with that with the animal fact of the day. Red light gibbets. <laughs> so, the first animal fact of the day, uh, we're going to talk about little cuddly cute koalas. Because koalas, if you don't like koalas, then you don't have a soul. You, you're going to go to, I don't know where the fuck you're going to go. You're going to be in purgatory. You, you ain't even going to go to hell because koalas are so fantastic. You're just going to like be in purgatory waiting as your life just moves on and you're going to haunt a little boy who's going to basically tell a psychiatrist that he says he's dead people. So that's what happens to people who don't like koalas. So the first animal fun fact of the fucking day, uh, we're going to talk about how koalas have fingerprints that are almost identical to human ones. So uh, obviously there are other animals out there that, uh, are close to human relatives, such as chimps and gorillas, but koala, but <laughs> fucking koala fingerprints uh, have basically evolved independently. So, on the evolutionary tree of life, primates and modern koala marsupial ancestors branched apart about 70 million years ago. Uh, so, if you don't believe in evolution, I'm really sorry, but w it, this is going to be get getting real sciencey here. Um, fuck off. Uh, scientists think that koala fingertip features developed uh, much more recently in evolutionary history uh, because basically when they're climbing up uh, trees, they're grasping onto basically the trees. So their fingerprints kind of evolved. You can, okay, so online looking at this here, therefore the origin of dermatoglyphes fingerprints that probably butchered that really bad. Uh, so basically, the biomechanical bio <laughs> I can't speak biomechanical adaptation to grasping, which produces multi-directional mechanical influence on the skin. So these forces must be precisely felt for fine control of movement and static pressures. Hence, why orderly organization of the skin's surface. So this is why their fingerprints are so just intricate. So, an example of this, some fuck shit, what happened is some koalas at the Ape House at the London Zoo and at the Twycross Zoo in Leicestershire in 1975. What happened is there was a bunch of unsolved crimes going on. And the police said, okay, this has to be like a monkey or something. This has to be a chimpanzee. So, they start. They went to the chimp house and they started taking dabs of the chimp's fingers, and that's when they do the fingerprints. They weren't like taking actual dabs with the monkeys, but I don't know. That'd be kind of cool. So, these fingerprints were taken, and the chimpanzees, and they also s fingerprinted some orangutans, and they found out that the chimpanzees didn't do anything, and they were they were innocent. So they closed the file, and it's been just sitting away in a dossier, just collecting dust at this point. But new evidence arose, basically from the uh, from Massage Henberg, a biological anthropologist uh, and foreign scientist at the University of Adelaide, basically came to the conclusion that marsupials. Uh, the koalas are these specific marsupials 
have fingerprints which were so close to that of people that they could easily be mistaken by police. And while handling koalas in Urimbira Wildlife Park near Adelaide, Mr. Hennenberg noticed that the fingers carried rigid patterns of loops, whorls, and arches like those on a human hand. So, Frank Wheeler, head keeper of the small mammals at the London Zoo, who clearly remembers the arrival of the police squad 21 years ago, reopened the case, and basically this koala, they, they won't give the koala's name, he's uh, proven innocent until guilty. Uh, proven, I don't know how to, proven guilty until innocent? I don't know. Some, I don't know how. Put put in the uh, Law and Order theme song here. So the next time you are accused of a crime, make sure that it wasn't a little fucking koala that actually did it instead of you, because koalas are just mischievous little fuckers, and you know they 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 sleep all day, but you know they're pondering up some some sketch shit, so. Again, uh, that was the animal fact of the day. <laughs> up with a better uh, intro and outro to that too. I mean, the gibbons are great, but again, th- th- this is a work in progress, people. You, you gotta, you gotta be patient with me here. And as this is a work in progress, uh, the other thing I do have here is um, there's there's a little bit of issues with my. Uh, device right now, so I'm gonna get this fixed, and then we're gonna have our guest David on. So I'll be r- I'll be right back. Okay, after 20 minutes of audio difficulties here, we did it. We did it. We finally did it here, and I would like to introduce my friend. David to the podcast and he's he's been a good friend of mine uh we've been roommates for the past four years I don't know that's incorrect we've been roommates for the past year and like seven months but you're close that's that's you're in the ballpark (laughs) we're around there that's a good that's a good guess we're around there okay (laughs) well we've been friends for four years I'd say yeah yeah friends for four years not roommates but yeah you got it yeah (laughs) Yeah, it's all right all right all right but uh (laughs) yes David thank you for coming to the podcast I appreciate it thank you for having me of course I would glad to be here excellent I'm so glad you you wanted to be here um but um I guess First off, I guess we can talk about how we met and uh, how how we, we came to be uh, roommates and friends of whatnot. Yeah. So uh, we both were working at a restaurant called Twigs Bistro and Martini Bar. Freaking legendary spot with all sorts of stuff happening there. Um, it was... I started working there when I first moved out here in 2015. And after, I would say, like a year and a half I had been there... Spencer came along, and I think you were like a what were you like a busser or like a what did you start out as? I again? was a host. Oh yeah, he started out as a host. I wanted to be a server because I had prior serving experience. And he had like a freaking shaved head. I was like, that's who, right. Who's this I guy? Shaved it, <laughs> bleached it. I had the whole. He was fucking going for the Kanye vibes. At yeah, that time. the Kanye Eminem vibes. Mm-hmm. I was I was totally living my best life. So yeah, I was just I was back there. I started out cooking there. I don't know why. It's not where the money's at. I don't recommend it. But, but uh, you were an excellent cook. It doesn't matter. It was not. It was not enjoyable. <laughs> Anytime <laughs> I fucked up an order on a busy Friday night, 
if you weren't working behind that grill, <laughs> I was so scared because <laughs> I knew because the other cooks were so. I don't know if any of them are gonna listen to this. I hope they don't, but they were just so incompetent, and it was like you couldn't, you couldn't get anything out, and it was it was like that's y- facts. You, <laughs> <laughs> but yes, it yeah. I mean, working back there was not the best experience, and I did it for four years somehow, and then after that, Spencer kind of convinced me I should start serving, and I did, and that's where the money's at. And that's right, and you're an excellent server, and we went from there. You're an excellent server, and it's just, I think that restaurant was just such a shit show at the time, and it was, I mean, we I was there for, I think, a year and a half, maybe? Yeah. Yeah. Probably something like that. A good year and a half, and it just, like, from day one, I kind of walked in there, and I was like, oh, God, what what am I getting myself into? And it's, it, up front, like, we, we gave off this just idea that it was this fantastic martini bar excuse me this tequila burps but um it was it was just so much of a cover-up for what was going on behind the scenes and yeah like our general manager uh legend Legend of the game yeah he um i mean day one he seemed really nice off the bat and then i started noticing he was flirting with the the married bartender um of course of course course of course and that just got progressively worse and i i think we can we could we could talk about that i yeah. feel like yeah yeah. yeah yeah we can bleep out these people's names uh, it's not necessary you don't think so <laughs> <laughs> i mean what are they doing now uh yeah, no I mean, he just got fired from his other job right we heard that yeah i mean well maybe maybe not expose him that hard but no. yeah <laughs> I mean, we can if we, if we want to go there. <laughs> yeah, let's just let's just go let's on just, a let's, let's just, just go on a dude, ri- like fucking fire fest. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's just fucking end this guy. Great guy though. Okay. Great, like the best. Fantastic kind of guy. Like, human nothing, being. Nothing. I, I wish bad him to say about yeah, him. Yeah, we wish him the best just, of luck. Just bad things when he's drinking, and that's that's okay. <laughs> exactly, exactly. As we're drinking right now, but um. Basically, there was a married bartender, and she was 26. Yeah, if that. 26 at the time, maybe not even. And he was 42. And he had a fiance at the time that Ugh. she was. She was a great human being. Uh, I don't know what her name was, but yeah, I don't remember. Her yeah, name. we don't need to like. She had a kid, and I think like. He like stuck with her because of the kid or something. Yeah, like, like that. he loved the kid so much that he stuck with her, and mm-hmm. so basically they started flirting more and more and more. And I remember I was rolling silverware with one of the servers that night, and basically I noticed them flirting, and I looked at the server and I said, "Is there is there something weird going on?" And she was like, "Yeah," and <laughs> I was like, "Okay, all right, well that's that's interesting," and. It just basically it got worse and worse, and there was an evening that we were really busy. It was a busy Friday night, and we couldn't find him. And we were like looking all around the restaurant, and we were <laughs> like, "Where the fuck is this dude?" And we looked and we looked, and finally the bartender went to the manager's office and like opened the door. 
had his pants around his ankles and was getting <laughs> getting the good getting old domed. He was just getting domed by his girl. Getting by domed his girl. by his girl. And I remember the bartender <laughs> shut the door and she said, I can't fucking deal with this place anymore. And <laughs> I think she was the manager for that evening. But <laughs> sounds about right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, she she ran that place either way. But it just and it got progressively worse and worse. And then I think fiance found out about it or something like that and then messaged the bartender's husband and then that turned into like a whole just debacle and i remember it was great because we would just kind of sit back and it was like just like watching like just like a spanish soap opera kind of unfold it was exactly that (laughs) (laughs) at a restaurant at a restaurant it was like every day was like a nice like (laughs) <laughs> like what's new today well, was he like, what was he doing like, oh he's in today? that booth oh, over uh, there yeah. why is there <laughs> sticky stuff in this booth right here <laughs> what went on after we closed yeah it was <laughs> just like that yeah <laughs> oh god it was so terrible because they would stay after and i just didn't <laughs> i didn't understand any of it i i i mean i understand young love but at that point when you're just i don't know it it was just so bad at that point and um i feel like yeah that shouldn't go on in a restaurant i mean there are definitely a bunch of red flags it's i don't know most restaurants they usually have something something going on with something like that i mean i guess not that severe but there's always some kind of drama with like relationships and stuff at at a restaurant i don't know yeah, and so, I mean, when she found out, the fiancé found out, I mean, she was coming into work, and it was so weird because she would just, she wouldn't do anything. She would, like, sit down at a booth, and she would just eyeball the bartender, yeah, and the, bar- the bartender, like, knew about it, and <laughs> it was like... But she, like, wanted her to know about it. Yeah, she, 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 she like did. It was so like weird. It was, yeah. it was like, why? Why do you want to ruin... I think she, like secretly saw that he was in like a bad relationship and she was like trying to flaunt it to like make him make him know that I, or i don't know i guess i yeah yeah i don't know the whole the whole thing behind i it mean I he was at the same time this so. our general manager was also doing coke and um <sighs> yeah maybe we do cut his name out <laughs> <laughs> we'll cut his name out yeah we'll cut his name out i'll bleep it out for sure because uh, it's pretty bad but i mean at the same time he was also like doing coke and drinking quite a bit of the stock that we had um like the whole just getting after it yeah did you ever go do polls with him in the liquor cabinet uh no i did with uh all the time (laughs) 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 that's another great man dude all the guys at twigs were like my favorite people yeah there was i think through me working there for five years i think there was like a solid like 10 a solid 10 yeah that's i mean pretty good they <laughs> so i mean i remember doing polls with him once i mean he poured me it was a really busy sunday and he poured me some hennessy so you know little little 19 year old me drinking hennessy on my shift but um it, it it was just so fucked and they were doing coke and they were doing i mean god knows what they were doing back there and um, I mean, I remember him coming in and just like telling me that like his fiance like slammed him up against the door or something like that, and like 
the just totally domestic assault and i just said i'm I'm 19. I don't know how to deal with this. I don't this. know what's going on. Here. I was like, I'm Why just here to me? make money. Yeah. It's like, oh, an eight top just sat, but you're telling me about this domestic abuse. Ah, I, I don't know. I don't. <laughs> I think I'm just gonna walk away. <laughs> exactly. I'm just gonna walk away. And um, that that restaurant was just so fucked. And I mean, he. And then, he, I think they broke up with the fiance from my understanding and then him and the married bartender moved in together and they basically i think i think they were only together for like three more weeks after that because yeah. <laughs> they were just like this is fucking terrible yeah that sounds about right why doesn't surprise why do we need this and um but yeah that that was th- and then he stepped down and he got fired for drinking on the job with our new general manager who and i think the restaurant was only open for like four more months after that because we were just wait what he got i forget i forget his firing process what happened again so he stepped down to bartender because he was throwing oh yeah i forgot i remember i was serving Mm -hmm. one day and he came in and uh chef kev shout out chef kev og OG legend. The coolest executive so chef. Ne- nothing bad to say about Kevin. Kevin is an angel sent from God. Um, <laughs> dude was the coolest motherfucker ever met. He'd be a great podcast guest. We need to <laughs> we need to get him on here. He'd Facts. Dude, he'd probably have some fucking stories to tell. <laughs> but um, I remember they pulled him in, and they just let him go. And I called him after, and I said, is everything okay? And he goes, yeah, they caught me drinking on the cameras, but it's all good. I ha- I have my new job over it. At <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. I don't I don't need anything else. That's <laughs> just like uh, uh yeah yeah sounds about right. <laughs> sounds about. I, for- I forgot that he went down to a bartender, but yeah. So yeah, he went from general manager back well bartender to general manager back down to bartender to fired. So yeah, I mean that that sums it up. Yeah, that's <laughs> how that's how it works. That's, that's how life works. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> that's how it works um but i mean other than the general manager i mean we went through about four general four were the four gms we went through like two or three through me working there i believe let's see there was remy paul dave oh paul was paul the dude that hired me i was he like a we, no was that like brian Bri- oh yeah, Brian. I Fuck Brian, Brian. Yeah, 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 yeah. That, that dude was, was the biggest was fucking. I sat down for my interview. I remember coming in for my interview, and they literally. I waited on him for twenty minutes for my interview, and he came over and he sat down and he let out this deep. <sighs> <laughs> so why do you want this job? And I was like, I don't know. I just, I just, I need a new job. Like I don't want to work at a shitty Mexican restaurant anymore. <laughs> um. It's in yeah. So I think I went through. There was five total managers through five years. I mean, which isn't. That's pretty bad, actually. That's I would say that's pretty bad for a restaurant. I mean, turnover is going to be pretty high for restaurants. But like, you don't want manager turnover. Like with server turnover, that's that's like something that's normal. But like, if it's going to be a restaurant, you don't want that many managers. Yeah, and you can't establish that. (laughs) Absolutely, absolutely, and um. There was that, and then, but it, it was also the benefits of it was it was it was kind of we got to do whatever the fuck we wanted to do. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't a bad spot to work. 
Not, no, like, we, not by we, any means. we like, made great money. It's yeah, because, like, everything's, like, super overpriced. You get people that think they're, like, high-end coming in. And, like, yeah, people are willing to spend money. And, like, you didn't even have to give them good service, and they'd fucking, <laughs> <laughs> they'd fucking give you their money because they're Lake Oswego. Uh, and, yeah, I mean, it wasn't bad. We didn't have to give them good service. Yeah. I, I strive to give people good service, but there would be times where yeah. – You'd have like a party of like twenty five, and they. Or you'd have like a thirty, like a twenty table section, and you just have to like make it work, <laughs> and you'd have a full restaurant, and just like <laughs> be running around everywhere, and just be like, yeah, like it was. You just made it work. <laughs> I think we have. Oh, we do have the martini book over here. Hold on, we gotta, we gotta grab the martini book. We gotta, we gotta see. Oh yeah, the the famous twelve dollar oh. martini. <laughs> The overpriced <laughs> liquor. The $12 martinis with the... With We're the shaking things up! Bottom of the shelf liquor. Oh my god, bottom <laughs> shelf liquor. <laughs> they can't do anything to us because this restaurant's closed, but... Um, uh, well, they're still like a corporation. Yeah, poor. But they uh, closed They closed our location. They gave us two days notice. So That's fuck. right, they did. That was... So, so I fuck them. <laughs> so I left um, a month or... T- no, two months before... No, I don't know. It was. It was a while. I th- I want to say it was at least like six months before. Yeah, I I left beforehand because I just wasn't getting along with the current general manager, and there was a new restaurant opening that I went to. Um, I worked in three different restaurants: uh, Chevy's, Twigs, and Wildfin, and I plan to have people on from all of those experiences. I'll have a actually my good Chevy's friend will be on next week. But good plug. Good plug. Good plug, good plug. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's <sighs> they. Everything was just overpriced. I mean, yeah, the kinky G. That was like that. I loved it when the old ladies were like, "I'm gonna get the kinky G." <laughs> <laughs> the <laughs> names are like so like <laughs> so the ch- bad. The chocolate kiss. The chocolate kiss. <laughs> and then they had a bunch of shitty wine as well. I remember they wanted us to really like sell wine and that. That wasn't too bad. I mean, I, I kind of learned how to sell wine there. But, um, we, we again, we, we got away with so much. I mean, a great a great example is I think the one day that it was – because what would happen is the general managers would leave or the managers would leave and then – At, like, 5.30. And you had manager powers. Yeah, like, I, like me, like, 20-year-old me would be the supervisor of a, of a high, higher-end restaurant where, like, people can be spending, like – Upwards to like 150, like 200 for like a party of four. But you you were so, but you know, arguing with that, you were so responsible. I but mean, like, still, that's that's <laughs> not like I'm still a 20 year old, and it's like I don't know like enough about alcohol and like customers. Like I'm a cook, I have no customer service experience, and like they're they're trusting me to like give like meal comps and like go out to like customers to like talk to them, like. That is like, but you weren't bad ba- at it. Yeah, but like thinking back on it, that's like insanity for like a a, a multi million dollar corporation to be like doing yeah. that. <laughs> like, but yeah, I mean, there were times where no like we, we got away, and there was, I mean, the one evening that it was the summer evening, and it was, I I think it was when it was when <laughs> still there. Um, We'll bleep out his name too, because he's he's he would come after me. But um, he basically Spencer scared, it, it, dude. Yeah, I, I, he, dude scared the shit out of me, man. He was insane. 
and he he like we were walking by and he looked at us and he's like oh i just took a dab on the roof do you guys want to go take a dab on the roof and i was like yeah let's <laughs> let's go do that and you were like okay and i think me and you we climbed up to the roof we went up that ladder and we yeah, climbed up to like the roof it's like a sketch like metal ladder that like it's like a probably 20 to 30 foot ladder too like it's yeah and in <laughs> my dumb ass i don't know how i didn't fall down that ladder either because yeah, i, I know, fucking <laughs> injure myself on everything uh, like if somebody were to fall down that it would be like serious injury and like <laughs> you're just casually going on the roof to sp- Take yeah, some dabs. Just, and and the other thing is that this was this isn't like a just like a restaurant in the middle of nowhere. No, this is like middle of a busy upper scale shopping center, like wealthy people, like we served on blazers. I mean, the trailblazers. I mean, we served on them weekly. I mean yeah. just these people high end, just like I mean, I think there is like a Tommy Bahama and there's like anthropology and there's like a bunch of shopping centers around there. So like people could have easily seen our asses crawling up on the <laughs> roof, but no. And we crawl up there <laughs> and there's a lawn chair up there with someone's <laughs> dab rig. And me and you, we, we took a dab and we went down and you know, we high five each other and we were like, all right, we got this. And I remember going to a table and it was like my last table of the evening and it, they had a, it was like a family of three, and they had this little girl, really sweet family. And I like got down to her level, you know, just to you know be on the same wavelength as her. And she, she was like, and she like started talking in slow motion. I was like, oh fuck, this isn't good. And I went to the back. And I remember seeing you back there saying, I can't cook. Yeah, I like never took dabs, like. I think I had taken like two dabs before that in my. I think life. that was one of my first dabs yeah. too. And, and I like I remember I was looking at my boy JD who worked back there, who's like one of the few like chill cooks that worked back there. And I was looking at one him, of the I'm competent like, cooks. Yeah, one of the competent ones. I look I look at him in the eyes barely because my eyes are like barely open. I lo- I'm like, dude, I, c- I can't cook right now. Like <laughs> I gotta go like I gotta go like take a breather. Like this is not this is not happening. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we we could not handle it, and we I remember I don't know how I closed that table out, <laughs> but we did. And JD just kind of looked at the two of us, and he's like, "Yeah, fucking dumbasses." And <laughs> just yeah. he he made us like the fattest pizza possible, and I think we ate that in like record time because we were like, "We need to eat." Fast. Yeah, we'll be fine there. And then we we closed it out, and I remember um, some the lead the I was pre closer that night, and the closer looked at me and was like. Okay, I just need you to fill the ketchup bottles. And I said, got you. I can do this. And I walked off, and I was like, wait, what, what do I have to do again? And I came <laughs> back, and I was like, what, what do I have to do? And he's like, I, I need you to fill the ketchup bottles. And I was like, okay, got you. And I think I did this about, like, ten times in the next, like, 20 minutes. And he looked at me, and he goes, you're so fucking stoned. He's <laughs> like, you need to go home. And I was like, fuck, okay, all right. that? Uh, y- yeah, exactly. Who uh, was it? Oh, who was it? I think it was Gavin. Oh yeah, yeah. good old Gavin. 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 I mean, but like, if he told on me, I would have pulled it. I would have. I would have. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Dude was doing drugs constantly. Didn't matter. I mean, LSD on his shift. Um, we'll bleep out his name too. We're gonna bleep out everyone's name here. But, um, I mean, he was. He did. I remember coming to a shift and he was on acid, and then he did Molly, on another shift. I don't know how you can serve tables on drugs because like I can't. I couldn't. I couldn't serve. I understand, like in the restaurant industry, people drink and they smoke before, but I, I certainly couldn't. Yeah. No, not an option. <laughs> uh, but it was just, 
Just a quality restaurant. <laughs> just an all-around quality restaurant. <laughs> nothing nothing going wrong at Twigs Bistro Martini. Bar. Yeah, so, I mean, towards the end of it there, um, I had two roommates at the time, and we kind of all drifted apart. And Dave and I, we would became good friends. We went to a couple concerts together. Um and then I, I was looking for a spot to move out and you were too and i was like all right well let's, let's do it let's move in together and we moved into uh the, the birch the dirty birches birches the birches on greenberg shout out birches shout out birches shout out tanisi shout, shout out tanisi uh, shout out that's all that's she the was only name I yeah got. that's it i mean she was the homie and then she quit and yeah we never heard from her again <laughs> she wanted to smoke with us once and that never played out. I wish we did because she was such a she was such a cool lady. But she was. Um, I mean, we lived together, and then we got um, we lived together for the summer, and then we got we're joint parents of a cat, uh, Igor, good yeah. old Igor. Fuck that cat. Yeah, Just fuck kidding. that cat, dude. He's Just kidding. He's an all around gem. No, he's a fucking jackass of a cat. He is, but he means well for the most part. No, he's such a sweet boy. He's he's he. I I mean I never had cats growing up. I always had dogs, and I I mean we were very hesitant on getting a cat at first because I didn't know if I was allergic or not because I was allergic growing up. And he just I mean we looked for the Siamese breed because the Siamese are pretty hypoallergenic. And I mean even if I in getting a cat, I realized okay I'm not allergic anymore because he ended up being. Um, a ragdoll breed and ragdoll breeds are very fluffy and not hypoallergenic. <laughs> um, he's yeah, the least amount. Of yeah, the least I amount. I don't know. Maybe it's something in their fur. I don't. I don't actually know. People the say it's their part. saliva. Okay. Uh, but I I don't know about the saliva part. I just so maybe you just weren't allergic to cats or or maybe I it just went away or yeah. I think it might have just gone away. And I mean he's he's a little fuck. And um, I mean he wakes us up at. 6 a.m. and lately yes he was on a good grind for a little bit yeah he was on a good grind for a little bit and then he just kind of stopped and yeah. now he's still back to his still trying to figure out the kinks if you have any uh tips let us know yeah any if anybody <laughs> has any cat tips or tricks like or his food bowl is full and he just he feels the need to just wake us up no matter what right and i mean he this morning my room and then he goes to spencer's room and it's just like what the fuck I mean, this morning he basically, um, I mean, at like 10 a.m. when you were up and watching football, it's he came to my room and started scratching on the door like, okay, fucker, it's time to get up. And um, I mean, at nine o'clock at night or not even, I mean, after dinner time, he always comes into my room and he just scratches on the door and he's like, okay, we got to cuddle now. It's like, and then he just, and I think the other thing is, I mean, he's an indoor cat also, so he doesn't. Yeah, that's a big thing. And like the out the outdoor option isn't really a thing because we live in like a apartment complex where there's cars and just not an option. Yeah, absolutely. And um, is your mic disconnecting? Not at all. Do you want to hold it closer to your mouth? Let's see yeah. how that reads. I think it's recording. We've had so many audio. Oh yeah, it's recording. It's good. Okay, it's good. Yeah. I mean, I it's not okay if I hand hold it like right here. No, you can hold it right there. I think it's just, I don't know what's wrong. I I think it's yeah, it's recording. It's recording. Yeah, it's cool. Never mind. Okay. It's good. But okay, I can try to hold it closer. No, you're good. You're good. Um, but yeah, we have the cat, and then we got into COVID. I guess. I guess that's 
the next topic we can cover. Yeah. That COVID. Was COVID. What a time. Fucking COVID. What a time we're in. But I guess I guess before COVID, Coco. I guess a better topic before COVID is you you went to you went to Africa right before COVID started, correct? I did. I got I lucked out. I went on I went on a trip to Africa. Uh, you didn't go to like some nice Caucasian place such as Kenya or South Africa. You went to like fucking Uganda. Yeah. So I went to in February, right literally like I want to say it was like 3 weeks before COVID hit. I went to Yeah. Exactly. We went to yeah, because we went February second through like the fourteenth, I think it was. It was only twelve days, which is kind of not enough, not enough time to experience Africa. But we still went. Um, we went to Rwanda, Kigali, Rwanda. Shout out Kigali. Shout out Kigali. To, uh, shout out to my boy Sula. Sula. My Sula was our guide, which is Probably. I mean, like, which is like the Caucasian thing to do. I would say is like get like a. A guide and like no, if 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 your white ass went to Uganda or Rwanda without a guide, yeah, I mean, you'd, it's, that'd be it's so nece- fucking it's, sketch. It's necessary because there's, I mean, their 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 government there like controls everything and like, I don't think it's that like unsafe of a place, but it like, literally like twenty year twenty years ago there was mass incarceration of like millions and millions of people that like were just like going around and killing neighbors, so like. Yeah, it was definitely a time where unsafe shit happened, and like it's a sad place to live. Yeah, and like ab- experience and ab- see all that. Absolutely. shit. Absolutely. And you went with you went with your aunt, your uncle. Yeah. So I lucked out. I got like a a gem of an aunt and uncle that freaking paid for the entire trip pretty much, and they took me and my cousin to uh, Rwanda and Uganda. Rwanda and U- okay, so yeah. day one you flew there, and how long was the flight there? I don't even know. It was like four different flights. It was like, I want to say it was like total of like 20 hours of flying. 20 hours of flying. Yeah. Damn. Wasn't bad though. We made the most of it. Yeah. I obviously. remember me and my cousin got to, we w- we showed up at the Portland airport at like 6 a.m. No, it was 5.50 and we showed up to the bar and we were like, hey, can we get some shots? And they were like, we don't serve. We don't serve shots before six a.m. We're like, what the fuck? Like, this is an airport. Like, we, we and He's like, you can wait ten minutes. I'm like, all right, we'll we'll wait five minutes and you'll pour it for us. And he's like, yeah, you're right. And we got some whiskey shots rolling and it was all good. We we flew to fucking Rwanda and and this whole time while Dave was in Rwanda, I was at home smoking weed and selling windows at the time yeah slinging windows yeah that sounds about right yeah about right i was i was in rwanda and that rwanda was interesting so Um, you're in rwanda day one yeah we were only in rwanda for like total of three days um rwanda we pretty much just like did like the local stuff like we just like went to like the markets and like um yeah there wasn't much happening in rwanda it's kind of like it's a develop like the development there is insane like everybody's like just working and like it's sad to see but you told me you told me like it's like the markets are a lot different because it's like it's not like a normal like everything's set it's like they barter yeah correct? i mean that's how every every cu- every like country that you go to it'll be like that um, dude i'd fucking barter for some yeah Nazis. but like the some thing about bartering though is like you feel so bad because you see these people like just like living in like just poverty and they're just like yeah just give me this and like was it kind of like i mean obviously they try to take a take advantage of like white people coming in but like 
They're also like telling you their story, and so you're I like, should, I shouldn't go to Rwanda because I'd be paying like a hundred dollars for something that costs like. Yeah, five you bucks. would get you would get taken advantage <laughs> of like so fast. You'd be like, a hundred dollars? Of course. Here you go. Like, like you wouldn't barter. You would you would get suckered in so quickly, and you'd and like, and the thing about it is like they try to like, like they see one person like get a get a sale, and like they all like flock to you. Like if if you buy one thing, like ten people like come around you and they're like, "Let me show you my place. Let me show you my place. Come here, come here. Let's let's go this way." And it's just like, it's so it's so sad to see because they're all just like competing against each other, and like they all are selling the same exact kind of thing. Like they're all selling like baskets and like, just like standard like Africa like merchandise. So like. How is how is the food there? I mean, I know you you basically were Yeah, I mean, we were we were spoiled. Like we had like set meals every day and like um yeah, it would just be like some kind of meat, some kind of veggie, some kind of rice. Sometimes we'd get like a buffet at like a nice hotel. Um yeah, like we never never had a rough meal, that's for sure. That's good. Um, that's good. But like they they made really good food there and like I don't know, like they they cater to their tourism which is yeah standard for ideal. most like it's ideal but it's like standard for most developing countries and like it's also sad to see in a lot of ways yeah obviously they focus so much attention on tourism and not on their like i mean yeah they're trying to develop but like just takes so long it's so sad yeah it's it's definitely sad um i mean i never went i would probably I'd probably feel that emotion too. I mean, if you're definitely feeling that emotion, I can't imagine what I would be feeling because I just get over emotional about fucking everything. Yeah. Um, but as you know, but so you're in Rwanda for two days and then you went to Uganda. So, so yeah. is that another plane flight or was that? Like no. So we, it's literally just, uh, fuck, I should know the directions. I don't, I think it's. I'm probably going to get roasted for this, but it's north of Rwanda. I don't actually know. That's a big old guess. Um, so, yeah, we went to Uganda, which is like, it was probably like a five-hour drive. But it was kind of cool. You, like, you're driving on the right side in Rwanda, and then you're, it was my first left side of the road country. Um, it's it's south. Okay, well. I think that's south. That, that's close enough. Double you check. Know? I can't I can't do that is north good try (laughs) oh wait oh you went from Rwanda (laughs) excuse me you went from Rwanda to Uganda okay Okay. so we went to Uganda um we drove like five hours uh yeah we with uh Saul Sula Sula my boy Sula. Sula he was a fucking G shout out Sula like just get him on the pod yeah we actually like he we played pool with him a bunch and he's like one of the best pool players in africa like one of the best pool play like it but like me and my cousin could compete with him because like they don't take pool that seriously but he turned it on but yeah he he had a different he had a different mode he could tap into um and like the pool tables there are just like beaten to shit and like just different it's a different style a of nice game. bar and tigered probably no it's it's terrible like they were just there was like dirt on them um (laughs) but moving on we went to uganda i forget our first day we didn't do much our our first day we got to uganda we just kind of just like drove in saw the scenery and just like walked around um yeah we just kind of like looked at 
we went to oh yeah we went to the village like it was like a really small like beaten up village just like talked to some of the people and then we went the next day we went on a gorilla excursion to see these like I think it's like there's 900 in the world. They're mountain gorillas. They're only in Rwanda, Uganda, and uh, is it the Republic of Congo? The Republic of Congo. Yeah, is that is that close to it? I think uh, it is. Yeah, it's Republic of Congo. Um, yeah, DRC Congo. Yeah, so there's only 900 of them in the world, and we that was the second day in Uganda. We hiked like I think it was like nine hours total. Oh, so I would have been out by. By yeah, in my in my seventy year old aunt and uncle did it, cause they're fucking badass. I would have been out. She yeah, they're they're insane. They they pulled it off, and it was like freaking bushwhacking, like up hills and like oh shit, like they were like an hour behind, and like we like found the we found the gorillas, cause you're you're literally just like following, you're you're with the guide, and he's just like take he, they're just like guessing where they are. And you just have to keep, you just keep trudging along and like, you don't know how long it'll take. And we eventually found him after like, I think it was like six hours and we find them. And I'm like, oh, I really like, it was like my aunt's dream to see them. Mm-hmm. Like that was like the reason why we went to Uganda. And like, I was like, shit, like this isn't cool. Cause she's not here. And like, thir- like 45 minutes later, we were like watching them in like the trees. They were like feeding in the trees or whatever. And like 30 minutes, 30 to 45 minutes later, I look to the right and I see my uncle's like fucking gray hair in the distance. He has like the shiny gray hair. Like you, you can't miss it Mm -hmm. anywhere. And I'm just like, hell yeah. And they just like, the gorillas came down the tree and she, my aunt just like screamed. She's like, Oh my God. (laughs) Just, it was unreal, unreal experience to like see her face light up and like just, just seeing the gorillas too. Those, those things. I mean, that's insane that you saw. Cause I, I remember you told me, you told me like, two weeks before you went to Uganda that you were going to see gorillas. And I was like, you're fucking kidding me. Because <laughs> I was like, to be in the fucking bush and be like within, and I remember you didn't have any service. And I, I texted you uh, in the group chat with you and Colt. And I was like, I hope you're still fucking alive. Da da da. <laughs> I was just like checking in on you. And, and, and I remember it was like two o'clock in the morning and I get this text message from you and it's like this fucking gorilla charging out the bush oh yeah and i fucking like i was, was like wild. <laughs> i was like oh my yeah. god like yeah so we were watching like the baby gorilla he was like the baby gorilla was like putting on a show like in front of us literally like 10 feet away he was like playing on this little like tree it was like a small it was like a probably like a 20 foot like skinny tree and like it's just like playing on it then all of a sudden the mom gorilla just like comes charging in after us, grabs that tree and just fucking yanks it. And it that's like right in front of us. And I got a pretty good video of it. It was it was pretty sick. <laughs> yeah, I mean I But also like really scary because like thing is just like charging yeah, at you it's, with it's, like its baby right It's there a too. gorilla and it's But also you have like guys with A K forty sevens with them, so <laughs> Yeah, and <laughs> I I wouldn't want them to shoot the poor gorilla, but they, they wouldn't. They would shoot up to scare them. But yeah, yeah, to scare them off. Yeah, I mean that's that's still like so cool though. That's I mean you you fucking yeah. It was a very unique experience that little people get to get to see, and that, that's why I did it. And you and so that was day four or five. Did you just like? Yeah, I want to say that was day four or five, and then we we uh, 
we got massages, African massages after that. African Af- massages, which David. was like a. You didn't tell oof. me about African massages. What, yeah, what? we got some. I mean, it was just like a standard massage. Um, no, there was more to that. If it's an African massage, was there was there like a happy ending, or was there no, like not at all? It was a respectful, respectful lotion? lady that was like twenty five, and she gave us a really good massage. That's excellent. <laughs> <laughs> there was there was nothing else beyond that, and then we went canoeing the next day. In canoeing. This, like, yeah, and we saw like a bunch of volcanoes, cool birds. Were there hippos? Uh, we didn't see any hippos. We saw some. I think it was crocodiles. Oh, yeah, shit. we saw some crocodiles. Because hippos will fuck. But me like, up. we didn't. We didn't get like the full African experience of seeing like giraffes, elephants, and all that. It was more of just like it was more of a cultural experience more than anything. Yeah, I mean, it, it sounds but like. W- but I'm going back next year to get the the full African experience. Oh, you are. Where are you going? Where are you going next year? We're going to Botswana. Botswana. Yeah. Excellent. Excellent. Aren't y'all going to? It's not. 100 percent but yeah it's it's it could happen it could yeah. happen when covid's i'm hoping yeah i mean fuck covid sick. i mean i i definitely stopping all my travel plans i don't think i'm i might not be going to hawaii now because of it so oh rip that's sad i mean it's okay we'll have a good new year's here we'll just we'll just true party and have we'll make body pillows and we'll kiss those at <laughs> midnight i'll just kiss igor Kiss Igor, yeah. Well, I'll just kiss myself or something like that. So yeah, we went canoeing, and then the next day we went on another another jungle excursion for gorillas, and found them within like thirty minutes. (laughs) So yeah, like you can either find them in, like you can all like you can also like not find them. So we got lucky finding them both days. Um, oh really? They don't yeah. promise you that yeah. you'll find they're, these yeah, gorillas. Yeah, because they don't. Yeah, they're just they don't like fuck with their habitat. They let them do whatever Dang, they want. That's dope. And they just try. Yeah. So we found them within thirty minutes in this like giant fucking fig tree. Um, we just watched them and. Yeah. I could do that for hours. Yeah, like, it was. I mean, it was insane. Even even like seeing them at the zoo. Is yeah, it was cool to see them in like their natural habitat. That yeah, and it, I, I think that's. I, I think it's such a difference because. Yeah, and it makes me like. I mean, I'm not like all of the way against zoos and everything, but it makes me like not want to go to zoos as much anymore. No, I and I I agree with that. I think I think with zoos, I think there's a purpose for zoos. I think yeah. when it's used for rehabilitation or used for educational purposes and yes and a lot of times like when i'm at the zoos i just feel bad for the animals yeah but like i get that sometimes they're like helping out the animals no um that kind of stuff so my um when we first moved here and i think this was when i was about to become a senior in high school we worked at the oregon zoo and basically it was me and Matthew and we had we were part of I think it was called oh yeah, I've seen those you had to wear like the t shirt and all that kind of stuff. Um where y'all have like the color coded t shirts and all that. Yeah, we had yellow I, I think it was a yellow t shirt. I had like really good like little boy boobs at that time <laughs> poking through, nippling. Yeah. Um and we basically and it was like we were part it wasn't like the the zoo like the junior zookeeper program it was more of the we it was like a stamp it was like a passport or zoo i think it was called like zoo guide maybe or zoo hmm. zoo something but basically we taught people about 
or like people would come up and it was more just like kids wanting a fucking stamp for a passport and then <laughs> they'd go around and fill up this passport yeah, and they yeah, get yeah. a prize at the end of it like incentive to get yeah kids and you to don't tell them up. what the prize is and then they get up and it's just a sticker <laughs> <laughs> here's your sticker <laughs> it's like and they'd yeah. be like we just um so like matthew and i would go to it and matthew was really fun doing it with because matthew like my anxiety is really high but his anxiety was like 10 times worse <laughs> at that age. And I remember one day we were in front of we were in front of the hippos and I kept fucking with him that I was going to jump into the cage and I fucking stuck my leg <laughs> over the cage or the 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 fence or something like that and he screamed at me <laughs> or something like that and I was like okay, chill out. I was like I'm joking. I'm joking. Um but he there was that but there was always like the polar bears. Like the polar bear exhibit i never i never wanted to work in front of because it was just so at that time it was beat down and just like yeah there's just like certain parts that they, like they don't have enough space or like money to like treat the animal right and it's just like yeah and i think the i mean the oregon zoo is definitely better it's one of the better zoos for it's sure one of like the I've, zoos. I've seen some bad like um, way worse zoos than that for sure. yeah i mean coming from the south i mean i remember there was like a roadside zoo because um, we went down to Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. We'd go down like every year mm-hmm. and there was some roadside zoo. And I remember it was such a small zoo and I remember being really young. And I remember just like breaking down like in the middle of the zoo and like being like, I don't like how these animals are being yeah. treated. And I think my mom was like, okay, we're going to go. Home. Like, <laughs> That's <laughs> enough of that. And she was, you're just like driving You're supposed home. to have a good time. But yeah, you're <laughs> supposed to have a good time. And yeah. it's like you're seeing these animals be like not taken care of well. And it's it's like fucked. It's And it like breaks your heart. And I think, I mean, and now I think the Oregon Zoo is doing a lot of better things. I think they're, I think they totally like tore down the polar bear habitat. I think, um, I mean, the elephant habitat definitely went through a huge revamp. I mean, it's like a fifth of the zoo now. And yeah, um, I have nothing, nothing bad to say about the Portland Zoo for sure. Yeah, and it's but. just getting better. Of course, there's going to be the people protesting out front, and you know, free. F- you're going to take a piss. Okay. Yeah, uh, I guess I can just talk. You can say that. I'll just talk here for a little bit, but. Um, yeah, I certainly enjoy the Portland Zoo. And we're going to talk shit while Dave leaves. Um, I don't really know what to talk shit about. He's such a wonderful human here. <laughs> I don't have any sponsors yet either because this is the first podcast and I'm just a 22-year-old boy living in an apartment. So I guess we can look at... Uh, right now I'm drinking a lime cucumber Gatorade. Shout out to Gatorade. Lime cucumber is the best flavor. People are going to disagree with me on that, but it's absolutely fantastic. We're recording on a audio box USB 96. Let me let me tell you folks something here. Getting podcast equipment is so fucking stupid. I have so I bought this I bought this Podio like fucking odd podcast audio starter kit basically, and I bought it for three people. And right, I had to get a new podcast box because it's called like a USB 96. It's like an audio interface and I can still only do two people on it. And literally I've had to swap out the equipment twice. I'm only using really the microphones and the audio box from it. Oh, David's back. We can stop talking shit about him here. 
stop drinking. What are we drinking here? A truly passion fruit hard seltzer. It's solid. I should get my my last Great Notion. My limited. Have, how do you feel about Great Notion beers? Uh, I mean they're good. I just don't. I don't like the way they do it. It's I don't the like the way they do things. Yeah, it's like a hype beast of beers. I think it's kind of dope the way they I, do it. I do. I like. I I respect their business model. I just don't. I'm not gonna be a customer. Great of Notion, sponsor me, please. I'm I not gonna be a customer of theirs because I don't like the way they do it. Great notion. I'll be your customer forever. I will. I will. I respect it, but I am not going to participate. I will drink your beers till the day I die because they're so fucking good. Uh, you didn't even have the cotton candy one last week. I think yeah. we got the can here. Hold on. We have our recycling bin over here. The strawberry fluff beer, which was a tart ale with strawberry, vanilla, and Yay. cotton candy flavors, and <laughs> eight point five. Uh, alcohol per volume. Oh wow, it's fucking! Hard I ass. was turned off of like one or two because I mean I only started drinking alcohol again, probably a two months ago. I would say I wasn't even. I mean, I hate to say that you know I don't want to become you know a stoner to an alcoholic, but you know now I now I have <laughs> beers, a little bit more. And look at us. We haven't smoked weed in a while. We're going strong. We're going strong. How, how many days are we? How we both stopped at the same time. I don't remember. I think we're 30 days strong. Do you, do you have your app? You have My your, app? your little app that says how many days you've I do. Stay <laughs> sober? Let's look I'm curious because I honestly was trying to think of that the other day, and I'm like, I feel like it's been I like two weeks, but I've been saying two weeks for like the last two weeks. Yeah, so. I had my mental breakdown. <laughs> <laughs> when did Spencer have when his mental breakdown? When did I have breakdown? my mental breakdown? Let's it figure that out. Yeah, I think we're a month strong. Yeah. Because oh, it was October 6th. That's when I hit the wall. But now we're, yeah, so a little over a month. So we're still doing good. We're still doing good. I've noticed a difference. Have you noticed a difference? In yeah. I mean, I am not. I've kind of recognized that when I'm smoking weed regular, regularly, it's not It's not a good thing for me. And I mean, I was definitely going not like twice to three times as hard as you were. Yeah, but like. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's lung capacity, though, and, like, tolerance. Um, yeah, and I just, yeah, it's just not a good, it's not a good version of myself when I'm freaking smoking every day. Yeah, I mean, we're still, you know, the same great Spencer and Dave, but I think now it's just, like, we're open and we're blissful. And we're just yes. Like <laughs> open and blissful, that's <laughs> the fucking way to describe it, but there it is that's yeah the, that's the that's I, the one and i i think with covid i mean that i think that's why because i remember i mean we were we weren't smoking as hard but i think when covid hit and i, I was even i even got the dabs and that's when i was kind of like okay all right we don't yeah dab spence was dab spence was like rough for a second dab spence <laughs> was like really bad that was <laughs> like like i had a like i had a mental breakdown like a month ago but like dab spence dab spence was and and you know people people can smoke weed if it helps them if it helps you absolutely go for it. Um, I mean, there's CBD. There's there's if it helps you, it helps yeah, you. I'm all it's for I'm all for like, yeah, I'm not against smoking weed at all. Yeah, but like I think it's it's just something that you need to recognize if is if is it for you or is it not for you? I don't right, know. exactly. And I it's think just like not. I it's think not people. It just becomes a crutch, and it became a crutch for me. Um, yep. I was just, 
I was just pretty much like I would I'd have a meeting. Um, I'd have my gutter meeting in the morning and then I'd come home and if I didn't have a lead that day, uh, then I would just smoke as much weed as I could and just kind of conk myself out and it's not like it would knock me out. It would just kind of put me in this state of like, okay, I can just do this for the rest of the day and not have to do it. And there would be like days where I'd be like, okay, I want to get the dishes done. <laughs> I wouldn't do the fucking dishes. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. I still don't do the fucking dishes, but yeah, it's it's it's, I mean, yeah. it's um yeah, it just got to that point and like Dab Dab Spencer was um that was and and Dabs and people who don't smoke Dabs. So Dabs are basically the concentrated form of weed. So it's when all the THC and everything's kind of pressed into um I don't know, kind of like a boogery. Oil. Yeah, it's like, like a oil. It's a concentrated oil. Like that boogers. Like yeah, it's literally. Boogers. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> straight boogers. Pretty much. And um, I have a t- I had the torch. I mean, we still have the torch. Like, I, I filmed, I mean, I filmed the trailer with the <laughs> torch. So, shout out, shout out that torch. But, um, and I was just doing, and normally people just do, like, one of those because, like, one dab is, like, the equivalent of, like, a gram of weed. And then. I was, when I was doing dabs, I was probably doing, like, a whole gram of dab, which was probably, like, six, I don't know, some stupid fucking... A lot of weed. A lot of weed. A lot of THC. And it was was at the point where I was, I was, like, hearing shit in my head, and it's, like, I smoked, like, a bunch one day, and, like, I just, like, started crying, and I just, like, I came out to Dave, and I was, like... You 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 gotta get rid of this man. And <laughs> we just he threw out everything just and tossed it out. You tossed it out. You were great about that. I mean <laughs> you you've always been a great source for me. I mean when you know we decided to quit this time, you were great and you just you fucking took everything. You hit everything. Um, I haven't seen it since. I mean somewhere in this apartment. I mean you could have sold it for. Yeah, I, I flipped it for like three fifty. Sweet, so. sweet. The fucking oh, couch yeah. potato, the worst fucking <laughs> bong in the world. Yeah, stupidest bong purchase exactly. of my life. It's it's not a, it's not a. The straight tube was great. Like when we had, I think I would have struggled more if we just had the straight tube. But we, when I broke that, that was like, and then we had to go to the couch potato. That's when I was kind of like, okay, smoking weed isn't fun anymore. <laughs> <laughs> like this isn't. This is getting awful. But um, you know, we're 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 too we're we're sober off the weed and. Uh, we're feeling good about that now. So, um, I guess another topic I want to talk to you about, and this is something you always been hesitant about, is um, I want to get you on Tinder, David. I think you'd be, <laughs> I think you'd be. I know it's COVID times, and I know we need to be social distancing. Nah, not for me. You still don't want to do it? Nope, not I about think, it. I think Tinder. <laughs> I love Tinder, but I uh, fucking hate. I Tinder. Just, yeah, I just don't see the point. I think. I mean, I mean, yeah, it's a good way to put yourself out there, but like, I, I don't know, I, I don't really want to go into why I don't want to do Tinder. Uh, you don't want to get into it? Not really. Not really. <laughs> well, I'll get into I'm it. I'm, I'm, I'm against it, and I don't want to like offend people by. I don't think you will. I don't think you will. Opinion. No, speak your mind. No, it's, it's all good. I'm okay. You're okay with that? Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, I'll talk about my Tinder experiences here. I guess we can, we can get into that. Should we? Do we start off with the with the recent one? Yeah, do it. Yeah, do whatever you do want. Okay. <laughs> so, <coughs> so my I have been on Tinder for I've been single for quite a while time now, and 
being a 22-year-old cis white male, I need to, you know, I don't know. And I've I've always kind of had this self-confidence issue where I've kind of felt unattractive and whatnot. And I think Tinder is great for people who have low self-confidence because you can find someone, I don't know, I hate to say it, but hook up with and just kind of get it over with. And I haven't done it as much now because of COVID and, you know, being safe and whatnot. But <laughs> uh, so recently, this isn't a Tinder story, I guess this is a matter of Bumble. So I use, I use <laughs> Bumble. Bumble is for like wholesome people, but this isn't a wholesome story, I guess. This is uh, like Tinder. Tinder, everyone's on there because you'll you'll find people on there. They're like not looking for a hookup, looking for something serious, and you go on a date with them, and it it's it's a hookup. It's <laughs> it's, it's terrible, but and everything is consensual, and everything's it's always got to be consensual, but it's just it's um so there's Bumble. So I was in I was in my feelings. And this was, uh, I think this was three weeks ago, I would say. And I matched with this woman who's 32 years old. And I've always, I've loved older women. And it's just like, I think there's just this natural, just like young person, I don't know, young guy instinct where it's like you want to, I don't know, I think. I mean, I when I watch porn, I'm watching MILF porn. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> occasionally, yeah. Sometimes you gotta switch it up. Like, yeah. like other last resort, you're like, ah, why not? Other yeah, than why not like go for that? seven <laughs> foot f- tall women spinning <laughs> five foot four <laughs> men around. Like other than that, I hope you're not yo, watching that. No, I'm not. But the dream nah, is I mean, no, the dream no, is to no. be having sex, <laughs> and then the girl picks you up and like does like a. <laughs> like fucking lift no spins you around and does like the stand in 69 like that's yeah. that's the dream that's my dream you find that yeah I ladies mean, if you can do that if yeah. you can lift a 270 pound male let me know let me know we'll hook it up hit his line i'll cook you dinner i'll be res- we'll be respectful we'll read our bible six feet apart beforehand <laughs> um but back to your bumble experience. back to my bumble experience <laughs> so i match with this girl and I'm very skeptical at first when girls are very upfront about uh, sexual stuff because you're always like, okay, this is a catfish. This is, or another thing you run into now is people just uh, wanting you to pay for their nudes or pay for their OnlyFans, which absolutely do what you got to do, secure your bag. Uh, sex workers make your money there, and but this girl I matched with, she was 32. <laughs> Dude, she's going to cut me off after this, too. She's going to be like, I don't want to see you no more. But uh, so I matched with her and she was like, well, let's hang out. And she started she started sending me photographs. And I was like, OK, all right. This is the real deal. And she lives about 45 minutes away. So an I hour away. An hour. Excuse me. Probably an hour 15. If hour 15. Honest. I always let David know. I always let. David and our friend Colton know where I'm going before I go on booty calls because I'm I'm I could get whacked I could get murdered I don't know who's out there I mean you you hear these stories about these men uh, just <laughs> men, totally I don't, yeah these I don't think it men wor- I don't think it works like that when on like Tinder and Bumble I don't think like a guy's gonna set up another guy to kill him I don't 
<laughs> no, but I yeah, mean, no, it's it's good. It's good. To, it's good to be safe for sure. Yeah, but I like. Would, I think it would go the other way. I think it'd be like a girl going on a Tinder or Bumble oh, date. Like, if, if <laughs> I, I think, think I think you <laughs> should always let people know, no matter what gender you are. Yeah, where you're going on for a sure. date? That's because true. Because these people are fucking nuts. Because yeah. I mean, I've just heard so many horror stories about these guys. Just. I mean, and I understand, I mean, there's, like, sex trafficking and all this stuff. I mean, yes, I I am larger than the average human, and I don't I don't know if they'd have a knife or a gun, but we don't have to go down that rabbit hole. So I always yeah, let yeah, David yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He lets us know. And <laughs> I texted David the location, and he comes out of his room, and he goes, why the fuck are you driving an hour away for this? And I was like, I, I, just, I just am. And I showed him a picture of her, and he's like, okay, all right. Godspeed. And I was like, okay. Because so I don't understand the Tinder Bumble experience, but that's that's just me, and it's all. But good. when you're you're horny constantly like me, it's just like you got to go for it. I guess you got to do it. And yeah. No. No. So. No judgment. Sorry. Go on. No, there's you can judge go all on. you want. It's. <laughs> <laughs> so I drive out there, listening to my tunes, listening to from Oregon to Washington. Oregon to Washington. <laughs> little drive. Which, is, which isn't that far, but. It was still an hour. It was a little drive. Uh, and we, I get there, and she didn't catfish me. She looked exactly like what she looked like. And I was like, all right. Wow. Okay. W- this is cool. Um, and she It was at a wildlife refuge. And we drove. It was so weird. It was like it was a drive-through wildlife refuge. You know, like, how you can just, like, walk through them? You, you just fucking walk through them. Mm-hmm. And because of COVID, it was, like, closed, so you drove through it. Yeah, yeah, and you had to, like, drive through <laughs> yeah. The issue was... Wait, was you guys went on this? Like, you took her on this? She made the plan. She was oh, like, okay, meet okay. me here at 4 p.m., <laughs> and we'll drive around. And I was like, okay. Or I thought we were going to walk around. And we we walked around, we drove around, and we kind of talked, and she started opening up about her life. And I think it's great when people open up about their life to me, but sometimes it's like it can be too much for me because, again, I'm, I'm, I'm a young boy, and I don't know how to deal with uh, – <coughs> I don't know how to deal with domestic abuse and yeah, 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 all that other stuff. And, you know, no making fun of it, but it's just like I don't – Sometimes my brain when yeah, I yeah it's tough to it's tough to react to it if you haven't like hand, like actually experienced. I mean, David, it if I like walked up to you first day and I was like, I got a three inch cock and just like <laughs> fucking pulled my pants down, like <laughs> I, we wouldn't be roommates right now. We wouldn't be doing that. Um, and she she told me and we started talking more and then she has like three kids and I was like, okay, all right, that's okay. I'll just put that in the back of my head and. Uh, so we were driving around, and I I thought that she would want to like make out or something like that, and she was like, "No, I don't make out with people on the first date." Or no, I don't. No, excuse me, excuse me. She's like, "I don't like making out with people that I'm not dating, but I'll have sex with you or something <laughs> like that." <laughs> which which <laughs> A plus B doesn't equal C there, <laughs> and I was like, oh, "Okay, all right, whatever," and. Um, we were like driving to different spots and the issue was it was sunny out. So like all these old people were out bird watching and <laughs> they were like driving by <laughs> and they had like their cameras and they drive by and we were like parked <laughs> on the side of the road and you just get these glaring looks from these old people like, 
what are those kids doing <laughs> in there? What, what sort of unchristian things <laughs> are they doing in that vehicle right now? And <laughs> it's it's like oh jeez. Uh, but so we drove around a little bit more, and we went to the store and we got some Doritos. Cause she was like, I'm hungry. What flavor? What flavor are you working with? Uh, nacho cheese. It wasn't. It wasn't the spicy nacho. Like Ooh, the gotta get the spicy nacho. Dude, the spicy. Shout out to sh- shout the fuck out to the spicy nacho flavored Doritos because y- it's not like I don't know. I wouldn't say they're like too spicy, but it's like they're they're, they're good. Yeah, they're, they're better. Solid. They're always they're, better. They're so much better than <laughs> just regular Doritos and um. I basically, we she she basically just gave me the bag of Doritos to eat because I was just like hungry too, and she was like, "Here, you can have these Doritos." And I was like, "Oh, you're a blessing." And so we drive to another. P- I think she had two hours because apparently she had like two hours. She goes on like these daily like two hour walks to get away from her kids or something like that, which was <laughs> kind of strange. <laughs> And she had two hours. She had two hours. <laughs> like jail recess. Yeah, jail. <laughs> you got you two got hours. Get after it. To, <laughs> to get your night. <laughs> get after it. And uh, we basically, uh, we go to this park and she, she we, we park and there's like nobody there. And we were like talking and she goes, I masturbated over there the other day. And I was like, what? And she was like, yeah, I, I parked my car over there. And there was like five parking spots over. And she like masturbated. And she like, <laughs> <laughs> this is a great first podcast. <laughs> Shout out to any family members <laughs> listening right now. But uh, I was like, damn. Okay, cool. Whatever floats your boat. Uh, and then we uh, went for a little walk. And I got my nut in. We didn't like. There was no coitus. It was more like outside wilderness fondling. I would, <laughs> <laughs> I would say some like some sketch shit. Like, like yeah, you're like, wor- you're like worried the whole time. Yeah, exactly. Like we're like looking like around for any park yeah, rangers. We were like, yeah. oh shit, is that a bear <laughs> over there? Like oh, and nope. I I got my nut in, and I mean, of course, with COVID, it's like I nut extra quick now, and it's. <laughs> It's like it just it just happened and uh, and we kind of talked some more and then we got into this conversation where she she wanted a vibrator. She was very upfront about her sexual history, which was which is cool, which is I think when you're hooking up with someone, I think that's kind of cool. I don't know. To a point, I think it's cool to like say, all right, I've I've done this with this. But this doesn't have anything to correlate with what I'm about to say. So <laughs> she was like, she was talking about how she didn't have like a vibrator. So instead she got a cucumber from like the grocery store and she basically like put a condom on it and she was using it as like a vibrator instead. And she said it got all mushy after. And I was like, yuck. And <laughs> but I was like, cool. And she said, um, she's like, if it wasn't mushy, I would have used it after. And I, I was like, what? What do you mean? And she was like, she was like, yeah, I would have chopped it up and put it in a salad or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> and I was Quality. like, that's <laughs> gross. <laughs> and I, um, I was like, would you feed your kids with that? And she was like, what do you mean? And I was like, if if would you feed your kids 
the cucumber afterwards and she was like no i wouldn't or she was like she i think we argued over it a little bit because we were like she was like yeah i would no she said if yeah. they were like starving if she they would, were yeah, st- yeah. if if yeah, she said, like, yeah, I'd chop it up and reuse it. It's such a ridiculous and conversation. I was, yeah, I don't know how we got to this fucking conversation, but uh, I was just like, okay, all right. Um, why would you – and I, I, I questioned it because I'm like, that's foul. Because, like, if, if I – I don't know. It's like if I, like, nutted on a waffle or something like that, <laughs> I wouldn't, like, fucking give it to my kids. Like, be like <laughs> – Breakfast time! Ring, ring, ring! Like, no, I wouldn't. I'd, I'd fucking dispose of it. I'd fucking. <laughs> you dispose of that shit. You don't. She sounded like she was against it for the most part, though. Yeah, she was against it. I mean, she's a cool but girl. She's a very. She's a. <laughs> she's a cool girl, but. So then, I came home. It was all good, and she. We were still texting, and she texts me that, she just got back from the doctor, and she said. Um, don't worry, she's not pregnant or anything. I didn't get her pregnant. Don't don't worry. But she <laughs> she basically said, like, I think there's something wrong with my intestines. So I've been on an all liquid diet of water, smoothies, and nut. <laughs> and I was like, What? <laughs> and she's she basically has she's like for her protein source, she's been like bring in a couple i think it's the same dude she we, we talked about this after because I, I basically said like all right if this is if this is multiple dudes like i gotta be sexually safe here and like be up front here and um you know people can sleep with as many girls as they want and um you know vice versa and it's just for my sexual safety i was like okay well in so, okay, we'll, we'll get to this. Hold on. And she basically was like, <laughs> yeah, for my protein source, I'm basically taking dude to the woods and, like, sucking them off and, like, getting their nut. Which is insanity because there's Which, so, yeah, there's it's, so it's, many it's other not, protein sources. Yeah, there's, like, there's, there's, so there's protein shakes. <laughs> there's just, like, <laughs> like, like so like, why? how much protein? It's It's, like, minimal, right? It can't be much is in food it's like so minimal she's got to be getting like it found that she has average three to four nuts a day concentration of semen is 5040 milligrams per 100 milliliters since one ejaculation usually produces five milliliters of semen so we can say that the average amount of ejaculation contains around 252 milligrams of protein so 252 milligrams of protein (coughs) so let's let's see the equivalent of Look at our protein shake. Oh yeah, how much is in the 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 muscle milk? Okay, that's like fifty. Fifty grams of protein per drink. She's getting fifty. What is it? Fifty milligrams. Er, milligrams. Two hundred and fifty-two milligrams. So. So two hundred and fifty-two. Grams, like grams. It can't be. So she's getting 0.252 <laughs> grams of protein a day, pretty much. Other than, but she could be using muscle milk in her in her smoothies. Shout out muscle milk. Shout out muscle milk. Sponsor <laughs> me, please. I need to get ripped in the off season here. <laughs> I'm in hibernation state for the past 22 years of my life. <laughs> but yeah, um, so I hope that she gets some 
like yeah did you did you give her some some recommendations um were you like there's other ways to get protein or i did like, just keep i just said keep getting that nut? i said <laughs> just keep just keep freaking getting that nut i think it's from the same guy apparently too i made sure because i i said i said from my you know I'm very, I'm very self-conscious, and yes, I go on these Tinder hookups and whatnot. But I, I worry about, you know, I don't want to get, I don't want to get an STD, and then girls get a Spencer transmitted disease from me. So <laughs> it's, it's like I don't. It's true. It's true, and gotta so be, gotta you, you always gotta, you always gotta stay wrapped. You always gotta, you always gotta stay protected. You always gotta get tested regularly, and it's. Um, but no, I talked to her, and she said, yeah, I got tested two weeks ago. Everything was good. Uh, she's like, I only. Um, She's like, I always use condoms if I'm sleeping with someone or if um, I think she has an IUD also. So it's like she's not going to have another baby. So cool. But it's I don't know. It's a little bit of a red flag there, but not too bad, I guess. Yeah. I mean, not your cup of tea. Dave. You, yeah, that's that. That right there is why I don't do Tinder <laughs> or Bumble. <laughs> like, I, I didn't I didn't answer the question. So you could tell the story so I could eventually get back around to saying that right there is why I don't use exactly. Tinder or Bumble. Exactly. <laughs> um, it's not too bad. I, I've no, met, but I, I'm sure there's quality people. Like I, I just, I don't know. No, I mean, it's I've, not I've, I've, I've met quality. In. I've met quality yeah. people off Tinder. I mean, yeah. I've met, I've met very wholesome people, and I've met. Yeah, um, yeah and I'm not against it at all. And, and like I'm not always looking to fuck. That I, mean, I want to do. Sometimes I'm just like, okay, I just want to talk to someone. I want to be friends with someone. And yeah. Um, I mean, my worst. My worst Tinder experience was it was, I think this is about four years ago when I was first on it, and I matched with this girl who lived in Salem, and she was like, "What are you doing?" And I was like, "Nothing, chilling, bored." And she was like, "You want to come over?" And I was like, "Okay, why the fuck not?" And so <laughs> I drove. Like that was the co- that was the extent of the conversation. Yeah, she like sent me a picture of her boobs, and I was like, cool. <laughs> <laughs> "Oh my god!" I was like, "Cool." Uh, another so reason why I don't do reason. Tinder. Yeah, because you got these dumb, <laughs> like what <laughs> dumbasses like me. Uh, <laughs> so I drove uh, Salem, which is like an hour. Salem, yeah, an hour, but it was like forty minutes at night. Yeah, yeah, forty. You know, <laughs> there you at go. night time, it shaped whatever up. makes you sleep at night. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this one didn't make me sleep. This one, <laughs> this one scared me. Uh, so I drive to her house, <laughs> and she's um, a little, a little catfishy. She's a little. She doesn't really look too much what her profile picture looks like. And <laughs> I think that's very important. People, it's you gotta, you gotta put yourself out there. Like I am a gross, overweight human being, but it's like <laughs> I put that out there. Like <laughs> it's like you just put it out there, and uh, I just. Yeah, so we walk in. I mean, she she reeks of like cigarettes, and that's like. Shout out to you if you if you smoke cigarettes, but tobacco is fucking foul. I can't. I can't. It I is. Can't, I agree. I can't get behind tobacco smokers, and so it just kind of threw out the vibe, and uh, I kind of went over, and I mean, we we hooked up, and I wore a condom, and uh, she basically afterwards, and I was like, oh, how how have you? And just making small talk, you know, putting my pants on, just you know, putting my pants on, and uh, and I was like, At "What, what, how have your Tinder experiences been?" And she was like, "Oh, you don't want to know." And I was like, "What the fuck you mean? I don't want to know." <laughs> I was like, "You got to tell me now." And she 
she goes, okay. And she goes and she gets a book out of her <laughs> bedside table and it was a planner. And she said, this is my schedule for the week. And she had like two booty calls before me and she had like a whole week mm, planned gosh. of, <laughs> and she had a rating system next to him. And like there was, there was, there was one that said Mexican anal guy. And then another one had an infinity sign <laughs> by his name. And I was like, what What the fuck does the infinity sign mean? <laughs> and she's like, oh, that was my science teacher at OSU. And I was like, oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> so so I kind of oh like hurried gosh. up, put my shirt on, just put all this stuff on. She's like, I'm going to walk you to my car and uh, to your car. And I was like, okay. And so, you know, just walking down, just small small talk just like oh the weather's quite nice this <laughs> time, isn't it? And, uh, i put in my car i got into my car locked the door uh and just unmatched with her and just fucking blocked her on everything Peace. and just i drove off and sounds I was like, like a salem oregon story right there. that's a salem oregon story there um i'm trying to think if there's any do you know i kicked danny out for a tinder date once did i ever tell you about that you guys matched on Tinder? No, Danny. No, Danny and I were. This is when Danny and I were like smoking together regularly, and um, I wish. And th- th- looking back on it, I wish she stayed instead of the Tinder date because I, w- I had. Oh, you guys went on like a double Tinder date? No, so I'm Danny. Confused. I think this is when I had a crush on Danny too. It was. Uh, we were hanging out, and she, we were like smoking, and then. I timed it where the Tinder date was going to come after Danny left. And Danny just, like, stayed, and we we talked, and we were having a fun time. And the Tinder date texted me, and she's like, I'm here. And Danny was still on the couch. <laughs> and I said, all right, Danica, you got to go. <laughs> and she was like, what? And I was like, I got a Tinder date. And she was like, no, you don't. And I was like, I do. And <laughs> she, she got so mad at me, and I <laughs> like, <laughs> she fucking – like she was like, I can't believe you're kicking me out for a Tinder <laughs> date right now. It's <laughs> like I'm really sorry, and I don't think we talked for like a week or two after that. Like, but yeah, the Tinder date came over, and that wasn't really fun. Because um, like I don't know, Tinder dates can be. Sometimes I click very well with Tinder dates, but sometimes I just don't. I mean, I feel like I click with most people, and I can talk to them, and mm-hmm. uh, but. I don't know. This one I just did not I, – I don't know. I just didn't click with her, and I just – it was kind of awkward, and you just get your quick nut in, and you just – Peace. Peace out. But not to be a terrible human being, but, yeah, that's uh, – I think that's that's my bad ones. I mean, otherwise I've had pretty uh, – if, if, if anyone's listening to this that I've matched with on Tinder, you, you are a wholesome human being, and I hope you are having a good life. I'm just, I'm just here and living my life too, but I don't know. That's about it. But I think, yeah, I'm trying to think if there's anything else that we need to discuss. I mean, we pretty much got twigs. You're working at a at a at a pizza restaurant that's on the west coast. Yeah, big time, big time pizza kitchen. Yeah, big big time, big time, big yeah. time pizza. The biggest of times. And just serving and and it actually got it, it got closed down because of COVID, correct? Yeah, back on the back on the unemployment grind, you know, it's it's nothing new. Which I fucking hate because that's it's so fucking ridiculous. Because I was I was working 
the whole time that you made unemployment, and I think you made four times as much as I did at the end of it. Probably, yeah. And it's it's no longer that though. It's it's no longer the six hundred dollar bonus. But oh, yeah. is it now like a hundred or two hundred? It's nothing. It's just just the standard like unemployment rate. Oh. So yeah, it's it's not it's not I I mean it's only gonna be two weeks though, so it'll be fine. Yeah, hopefully. hopefully. So yeah. We'll see, it'll be two weeks. But um Yeah. I You I got any got any wrap up wrap up things planned here? Any wrap up things planned here? I'll probably come up with a different segment here. Uh you know, tomorrow <laughs> when I'm editing. Do you have, do you have any good uh, segments for guests? Any uh, anything that Any you good segments for guests? I think we I need to think of one here. I'm just I'm we're just, gonna trying, come up with I'm just trying to challenge you. No, we're going to come up with a segment <laughs> on the fly. Let's see here. Good podcast good segment, segment podcast question mark. Podcast segment <laughs> ideas. 20 unique podcast segment ideas. This is this is this Okay. You gotta go pee again. Okay, so we're gonna look at some podcast plug. Do you need to plug your podcast? <laughs> um, the birth hour. Ooh, what's this? It's loading. Five day induction about learning about. Oh. I think that's for pregnant women. That's not quite up my alley here, but <laughs> this is how unplanned this podcast is. I'm going to hold on. We got this. We got this. Give me a second here. If you're listening, I apologize. Ooh, topical news. Yeah, let's 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 talk about some sports here when when David comes back. So I hope y'all can hear the toilet flushing too. That's how that's how great we are. Okay. Figure something out. Yeah, we're gonna talk about some NBA news because there's some there's some big ones today. Yeah, get like live reaction. So, so today in uh, basketball news, today is shout out Portland Trailblazers. Shout out Portland Trailblazers. They're gonna be the 2021 champions. Facts. Facts. Big facts. How do you feel? And this is my big prediction. How do you feel about Giannis going to Portland? It's not gonna happen. I think it's gonna happen. I think in the words okay, of Stephen A. Smith, that bad brother is coming. That's that's the best news you got because it's no, not gonna happen. No, that's, okay, that's like so the most like far fetched so thing James, I've ever heard. James Harden. So so Russ, I I hope that they trade Russ to the fucking Knicks because that would be phenomenal if they trade him to the Knicks because he'd score like fifty points. Yeah, I mean he'd be he'd be an he'd be an all time fantasy. Fantasy player to have in my fantasy football, fantasy basketball league fantasy this year. Fantasy football, yeah, you know, you know, sometimes you get the footballs and the basketballs mixed up, but uh, yeah, I mean, I think it would be funny to watch because Colton would just freaking. Oh yes, fit. so we have a buddy named Colton who will be coming on the podcast here in the next few weeks. Um, he is a Russell Westbrook stan, and he has been a Russell Westbrook stan since. I don't know, since he was born, right? <laughs> yeah. When he popped out the yeah, womb, he was like wearing a Russell! <laughs> that was his first, yeah, his his first word. First word, actually. Um, I personally Fact. have never been a fan of Russell Westbrook. I, I don't see... I mean, yes. I don't know how you can be a fan of Russell Westbrook. I, I, I think he's... I, I see with his MVP and his I talent. get that he, like, works hard and all that, but, like, he... On the court, like, he's... 
just annoying and like yeah i agree with that i agree with like that not not a good person to watch so they they traded so there's talk that they're going to basically uh basically do a rebuild in houston and they're going to trade uh i mean james harden said you know i'm down to stay and Russell said, okay, I want to be traded. And I hope that Russell gets traded to some terrible team because Colton will watch that team now. Because, I mean, Colton hated the Rockets last year. I remember having conversations with him where he Yeah, he was so against the Rockets. So and against then, the Rockets. And then Russell went there and everything was just like – Everything was different. <laughs> <laughs> just all about him. <laughs> well, not all about him. Colton I mean, he definitely put OK- – he's like an OKC fan, so he puts he him is. first. In, uh, he's but, uh, was he born in Oklahoma or was he – I think, no, I think it's because the Supersonics. Oh, that's right. That's right. Pretty I sure. think I Seattle think needs to get. That'd be cool I if Seattle got a basketball team back. I mean, no, fuck Seattle. Why would we want Seattle to have a basketball team? We have Portland. I mean, Seattle's getting a hockey team. Who cares? Fuck Seattle. I, that's true. That's no, a good point. Yeah, you don't agree though. Like you, you're all for Seattle. I think I think it would be as a Portland Timbers fan, you hate Seattle and everything they stand for. Timbers. Timbers? I'm a Timbers? Uh, no, I don't for me, as oh, a Timbers you. fan, the rivalry between the Portland Timbers and the Seattle Sounders makes me hate Seattle and everything they stand for. So out of your, out of all the sports that you watch, you watch you watch basketball, soccer, and football. Which one's your favorite? Uh, I mean, I would say football for entertainment pur- purposes, uh, basketball for fantasy football, purposes and golf for learning purposes that's right you yeah we just watched the masters shout out dustin johnson uh, yeah big win today he was <laughs> six Sheesh. strokes ahead jesus christ um but lost me 25 bucks <laughs> asshole <laughs> on the good old i think i broke even i broke even on my master's bets are you still i took the i took, the, I took the field beating over 297 so are you still up 300 on the Oregon lottery. App. No, well, so I want. I was up three fifty. I cashed out two fifty, and then I had a hundred dollars of house money to play with, and I'm still using that to this day. So I haven't. I haven't put a single dime into Oregon lottery. So unlike me, putting five dollars into DraftKings every Sunday to make my city lineup <laughs> that never wins. Yeah, stop doing I that. Had maybe. Fucking <laughs> let's fucking let's look. Let's and look. you never, you never ask me. Like, ask me who to start, and I'll, I'll give you some. Or at least like discuss it. You don't need to like. I do it. I do it the night beforehand when I'm like. Yeah. Just fucking. Just let's put one together. Next week we'll put one together and you'll get the win. Okay. We're gonna do that. We're gonna do that. Okay. So does it even tell me? Oh, it doesn't tell me who I fucking had today. But yeah, dra- DraftKings is ridiculous. I mean, we're we're also in a fantasy football league together. Then my team is fucking trash. Trash beyond and I'm trash. Eight and two. Shout out. Matt Darth Prater, Darth Prater, shout out Matt Prater, shout out my boy Josh Allen, Russell Westbrook, Russell Wilson, Russell Westbrook's playing football now. Yeah, he just he just started. Yeah, for sure. He's oh my god, it's it's I love I love football so much. I mean, it's it's my favorite time of the year to definitely watch football. And I mean, it's it is. You just need to get better at fantasy football. I just need to get better at it because I always I either come in fifth place or I fucking tank like I did this year i mean this is the worst i've ever done in fantasy football <laughs> and i was like so hyped i had like the second <laughs> pick i drafted saquon barkley who dude fucking calf muscles of a fucking tree just beyond 
fantastic, but it just, I mean, everyone just got injured on my team, and it's just like, oh, fuck. So, love to see it. Love to, love love to see it. Yeah, it. What are you going to be? You're going to be, what, three and seven? I matched the Panthers' record. So, yeah, three and seven. Y- I think you've had, yeah, every time you lose, the Panthers lose. Every time you win, the Panthers Exactly. Uh, and that's not an ideal I'm, time I'm for... I'm debating on renaming my team the Carolina Panthers. <laughs> but now it's my team is ass. And you also do have three Carolina Panthers on your I team. do. So that we started happen, Deshaun Watson, Aaron Jones, Mike Davis, Robbie Anderson, Chase Claypool. <laughs> Trash. Johnny Smith, Curtis Samuel, who fucking went off for... Let's, let's see here. Five points. He went off for 26 points last week and scored four. Curtis, my man. I know you don't listen to this, but come on, Curtis. What, what are you doing here? And my bench went off. My bench, not even. Like, if I started people on my bench, I would have won. Yeah, you just got to be better. No, you wouldn't have won. We already discussed this. You would have gotten close to winning, and that's not the same. Just be better. <sighs> just it's just so, it's so quit bad. quit picking based off of research and start picking based oh, off yeah, of Oh yeah, that's the other thing is gut, is the fucking gut reaction. The fucking research because And like I remember when I did the draft, I had like five beers in me, just took like a bong rip and I was like, Oh, that guy seems good. Oh. Why not this guy? I, and I, now I'm eight and two. I, I practiced now it for I'm eight like and two. weeks. Yeah, I, I bet like, you did. Like, you probably I did twenty mock drafts. I was like, and I, I just like showed up last second i'm like oh that guy seems good no he'll probably be good this year oh he's on that team all right yeah <laughs> it's it's like i i i drafted saquon and i had such high hopes and then he tore his acl second week so that's in the draft that i like did the most prep for this year i'm freaking like three and seven now so it proves worthy that's for sure it's ridiculous but I'm going to win next year. I'm for sure going to win next year. We're going to – I don't know. But we're not going to do an 18 league, and we're going to be in a 12-man league with – Yeah, I'll put something together next year. We'll be we'll, we'll be with the actual Blazers next year. We'll be <laughs> we'll be with Dame and CJ. And probably not. Probably not. You know, it's like, <laughs> damn, damn. When it becomes – when this becomes the biggest podcast in the world, yeah, it's going to be sure. the dingus hour. Number one on Spotify. Just absolutely. But – I think this is an hour. I hope it's been an hour. It's okay. probably been an hour. What is it? Yeah, it's eight o'clock. We eight o'clock. I said six. Let's we probably started at like six forty. Go. Yeah. Excellent. At least an hour. Excellent. Okay. Well, I hope it's an hour. If it's not, then no. Like, do like your closing statements. Yeah, like I'll do my my closing statements. I'll <laughs> I'll I'll throw in some of an intro, but or an outro, whatever the fuck it's called. But yeah, I, if you're still listening at this point, I appreciate you and. I'm sure you're going to unsubscribe at this point, but I I appreciate you all listening here. David, I appreciate you coming on. Next Thanks week for having me. Next week won't be as rough. Uh, David will pop in every once in a while here, I'm sure. We live together, so I'm sure we'll pop in. But uh, other than that, thank you for tuning in to the Dingus Hour, and I hope that uh, you have a fantastic rest of your day. Thank you so much.